Welcome to Hachzik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Hello, my sweetest friends. Welcome back to Hachzik. Our daily limud of Sasha Sharm. We're up to number 113 in our limud. As we continue through chapter 20, discussing the Mishkal, the proper calculation, the Cheshbon, when it comes to implementing the Midah Chassidus. Previously on Hachzik, we discussed multiple Chazals that showed absolute destruction, terrible calamity that came as a result of misplaced Chassidus. In fact, today we're going to continue along the same similar lines when it comes to specific advice that Ramchal has for us of weighing our actions when it comes to being a chassid, recognizing that uh, it's important to think long-term, think big picture, think about what other negative consequences can, can come out of such a thing, um, and realize in some situations, even when you're wanting to, and eager to do a mitzvah, it could be that it's best for you not even to do the mitzvah itself because of all the calculations that we should be making. Vaitim says, sharp. Says in Sefer Vikra that we're supposed to give Musa, we're supposed to rebuke, reprove your fellow. When so if you see someone doing the wrong thing, acting against Hashem, you should give him Musa, you should make sure that he can correct his ways. We've discussed this many times. I kept on using this as an example of, of misplaced chasidus or going about things the wrong way in the past. There are times where someone sees this post second and they says, okay. I see my friend, he's doing something wrong. It's my obligation to give him a to give him rebuke, to reprove him. He's a sinner. I want to help him fix his ways. But there are times when you'll do it where it's a terrible time or not the right place for these words to be accepted by the person doing the wrong thing. And not only are you not helping them, but you're provoking them to intensify their wishes, their evil doing. To make a chel Hashem to desecrate the shem Hashem by adding rebellion to their hate, to their sin. So now it's not only are they, you know, let's say falling into temptation and doing the wrong thing, but now you're telling them what do you, what, you shouldn't be doing that. Hashem doesn't want that from you. It's, it's a sin. And now they're going to continue doing it because you said it in the wrong time or the wrong place. They weren't ready he- to hear the Musar. And now they're going to continue doing it even with more starkite possibly, with full knowledge that it's for sure the wrong thing and Hashem doesn't want them to do it. And they're still going to do it. So now they're adding rebellion. It's even worse. So in a scenario like this, certainly the way of being a chassid in this situation is just to keep your mouth shut, to be, to be silent, and not give the musr in that moment. Just as it's a mitzvah to only say, give musr, say reproof, rebuke, that will be listened to, so to it's a mitzvah to not say the rebuke that will not be listened to. Again, because... It could, not only is it not achieving what you intended it to achieve, but Chasif Shalom can have the opposite effect and cause even more destruction. Another example, Ray. It's Pashat, obviously, it goes without saying. Everyone knows it makes sense and it's appropriate that everyone should be eager to run after a mitzvah. And to be, to, to work hard, to put forth effort to make sure that they are one of the the, the, the people that are fortunate enough to be osik to involve themselves in a mitzvah of Hashem. But there are times if someone pursues a mitzvah with such great intensity, it's, it, it could result in, uh, in, in fights, in machlokas. And as a result of these fights of the front that, are, that are coming because this person is being so eager to do mitzvahs, it, it's going to cause more of a chil Hashem and a, and a, and a, and a chil of the mitzvah. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's going to be a, it's going to be a pagam in the mitzvah. And that, that, that you think that you're um, running after, we'll give examples, 
I'm so eager to do the mitzvah. It's coming from such a holy place. I want to do the mitzvah so badly. But as a result of that eagerness, you end up bringing more of a chilash and, and degrading the mitzvah. Obviously, it's the opposite effect that you were hoping to have. Right? In a situation like this, certainly, a chassid would just forsake the mitzvah. They would, they would leave the mitzvah. They forgo the mitzvah, forgo the mitzvah, and not do it. Not do, not do the mitzvah better than to do the mitzvah and cause a chil Hashem Shemayim. Or a, a vizuya to the mitzvah itself. This is what it says when it comes to the levim, specifically the children of Kahas. They were, their, their job was to carry certain of the kalim from the Mishkan as they were traveling to the Midbar. This is what it says in, in, in the Medrash over there, in Bambi Barava. So they knew that the Aaron, whoever carried the Aaron, is one of the many Kalim in the base of the Midrash that the, the B'nai Kahas were tasked with carrying. The Aaron, if you carried the Aaron, you were blessed with a lot of Shefa, a lot of great reward and blessing came from to those who carried the Aaron. So they knew this. So they would always want to be the one to carry the Aaron to get the great reward. And they would, and, and if, they, if they weren't specifically given an assignment, as we'll see, which was the, the solution to this challenge, this difficulty, this problem, if they weren't given an assigned specific Kli to, to carry, everyone would, would go to the Aaron and they would abandon the Shulchan, the Menorah, the Mizbeach from carrying because everyone wants, wants the big reward of carrying the Aaron. Everyone wants the reward for the carrying the Aaron. And because, as a result of this, they would, they would fight with each other. They'd say, no, I'm going to carry here. No, no, I'm, I'm carrying here. And they all wanted to gather in the Aaron. And they would carry it themselves. They wanted to carry it to get the reward. As a result, it would cause a lot of machlukas and disrespect right in front of the Aaron. Frivolty, lightheadedness. And as a result, the Shechina would actually smite them and they would um, bring a, um, think he would kill them. For disrespecting the kedusha of the Aaron by having machlokas in front of it, so in order to avoid this, they there was a, they they paskened, I think Hashem said, um, Hashem told Aaron that he should specifically assign the each of the children of Kaas with the specific service that they're supposed to do in the Mishkan in order to avoid everyone running after to do the Aaron specifically. So we see that that the it would be it would be more appropriate for them to not carry the urn, which was the holiest opportunity, in order to avoid the machlokas that would result of people chasing after the opportunity to specifically do the urn. And I'm sure we can think of many, many examples in our own lives where because of someone's eagerness, let's say, to do the right thing, to do a mitzvah, to do a holy thing, it could cause a begam. I mean, insert mitzvah here, but anytime someone's running and shoving and elbowing and cutting in line, let's say, in order to do a certain mitzvah, let's say they want to get, get into a gadol, and get a bracha. Um, they want to have that holy experience, and they're cutting the line to do that. So whatever it is, obviously, even though the end goal that they're aiming for is seemingly a very holy, holy, you know, Kiddush Hashem mitzvah type thing, if by pursuing it in such a way it results in destruction and desecration of Hashem's name, then obviously we best to avoid it. So Allah should be zuchat to have clarity of mind to always know, and we're going to continue tomorrow with more, more examples. Um, but to always know when our actions are are even potentially going to cause a machlokas uh, or any sort of negativity or or, or and, and be able to avoid those mice, even when we're very tempted to do them, because they seem very uh, shiny and exciting and even spiritually uh, advantageous and, and, and beneficial. We need to make sure to do the calculation and, and do the, the proper weighing, the mishkal of our actions when it comes to being a chassid in the proper way. Have a wonderful day. 
You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.